you're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we firmly believe that love is the answer and we are spreading it like wildfire. You're invited to come spend time with us in authentic connection, growth, reflection, and celebration. Life coach, author, and speaker, Abigail Gazda, will be sharing amazing humans living their hearts unleashed to inspire you to do the same. You will hear from men, women, and young people from all industries sharing their insights and inspiration as they have paved their way to their fullest lives. Here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. So if you are ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hey, you guys, you are tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And we have a very interesting guest today. Keelan Wendorf is a magician, and we're going to dive in. But I actually know Keelan back from Indiana, back in my heyday. <laughs> we went to the same school. And, you know, it's it's so much fun to connect with uh, alumni or former students and not former, not former students, former classmates to be able to share what they're up to because it's really, really fun when they reach out to me and they're like, Hey, see you out there doing your thing. Way to go. Super inspirational. We're from a small town in Indiana, Whiting, Indiana, the little city by the lake. And very often if you're a listener, you may relate that uh, very often a lot of people from town state, which is cool and it's fine and it's wonderful. And you can make a career and a life and grow from it. Because like from Indiana, what I'm very present to is the normal thing to do is to go to college and then get a nine to five job. Right. And so Keelan has that he's still hanging out in Indiana. And I love that. And I love that you have a career that isn't so inside the box. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your unleashed heart. We're so excited to have you. No problem. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, well, actually I want to start with a question. What do you call yourself besides musician or excuse me, magician? That's actually always like a thing. People are like, Oh, you do music. What do you play? (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, no magic, magic. Uh-huh. I do the cards. No, <laughs> I do a little bit of comedy with it, but I would say I'm more of a, a businessman currently. I'm trying to get the ropes down with what I'm doing. Uh, primarily when I do live shows, I'm trying to get like more merch out there. So what it is, is I'm trying to balance the end of that. And the interesting aspect right now is I'm currently working a nine to five job, like you said, while trying to balance performing. So it's trying to get to the point of, okay, how do we manage mm-hmm. this business, which doesn't have necessarily a physical product? So how do we make steady income off of it while still trying to manage, you know, this nine to five, but eventually move on mm-hmm. to just being a performer full time. And that's kind of like the struggle yeah. right now. You know, I've been using a lot of uh, Square products, which are really awesome. It makes it easy on me. So it's not like you need to go in depth with a lot, but uh, I'm working on being push towards the CEO element. I did yeah. go to college to be, uh, I actually wanted to be a weatherman, which is funny. A what? A weatherman. A weatherman. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're, so you're definitely an entertainer and performer through and through. Keep going. Yes. So, uh, cause I mean, honestly, if anybody's going to get the weather right, it should be a magician, right? <laughs> I think it is definitely magic, whatever's involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, um, like when I was younger, you know, I used to 
won a storm chase and it just turned into, well, maybe I can be weatherman. And eventually it just turned into sports casting. I ended up being a sportscaster for the Railcats over in Gary. I remember that. So that was fun, but it was the fact of I want to branch myself out once I have a definite kind of mark in being a businessman in magic to, okay, we have, you know, I have a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. How can I have pretty much my style, which is street magic, a little bit of comedy and take that and teach others, Hey, this is how you shoot video for this, how to get over. Cause the one thing that's an issue for me, um, which, you know, being from Indiana, there's not a lot of people to perform around when you do street magic. Mm-hmm. The best thing's probably the mall. So a lot of the time I go to Chicago and I'll mm-hmm. walk around downtown Chicago. Well, the issue with Chicago is, and I mean, I don't mean this in like the most negative way possible, but comparatively yeah. to the rest of the country, Chicago's kind of rude. So when you're like, hey, you guys want to see some magic? People kind of shrug the shoulder and walk away. Yeah, like, eh, no, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> Everybody's got, like, I got places to be, I got stuff to do. And it's like, you know, nobody wants to stop. And then it's, you get the people that are like tourists. They're like, oh my God, cool. So it's the fact of, okay, how do you take rejection and, and kind of push it towards, well, mm. you know, this person might, it's funny because a lot of my friends, we actually play game called it's just called magic but it's pretty much horse from basketball so what we'll do is we'll get a couple magician friends together and this is the best thing ever because this really tests you your friend has to pick who you're performing for and you have to perform for them if they reject you or the trick goes wrong mostly it's rejections but if the trick goes wrong or you get rejected you get a letter and whoever spells up magic first loses and then we go into which this is a really long game we'll like leave at like 7 a.m We'll be playing until nine. Okay, so I'm loving this because we just had an episode come out, call, number 126. It's learning to hear no while still being a hell yes to life. And, you know, you literally make a game out of hearing no. And I think it's phenomenal because, you know, you're working a nine to five, but you're lo- working on also becoming a full-time entrepreneur and business owner and CEO. This is speaking straight into the hearts of the people that listen here because people have these dreams and still are in a nine to five still in a relationship that doesn't serve them or, you know, still living in a place that doesn't serve them. And so they have these big dreams, but they're not ready, willing, or able to get started. And so it takes something. Go ahead. Okay. So currently uh, I just got out of a, a, you know, five-year relationship that didn't put me in the right place. So I got out of that, met somebody new. And I feel like you have to kind of look at yourself and say, Hey, this isn't what I want to be. And you got to realize this is one shot in life, okay? You have to come up to yourself and say, hey, this isn't working. Mutually get out of it It, because it doesn't have to be rough. I feel like getting out of things that can be rough, you can mutually do these things. You just got to communicate because you have to realize that it's not working. And don't force something that isn't working to try to make it right because you can't change other people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, obviously, like the biggest thing about being an entertainer, even an entrepreneur, I would just say entrepreneur in general, it doesn't have to be an entertainer. Uh, being an entrepreneur, you're going to spend a lot of time alone, but you know what you want best. So you have to run with that. Yeah. So yeah. it's the issue of pretty much finding with you what you want, even if it's alone and don't be afraid to be alone. Yeah. And, I'm loving and, what you <laughs> dropping knowledge. Keep going. But another thing too, is with the, uh, the nine to five majority of people look at it negatively currently, mm-hmm. like I'm in transition right now where I want to make more out of my career as a entertainer but the main thing that people need to realize 
when you're on that, that come up, say you're coming out of college, okay? You're like, I want to start a business. I want to go for it. Get that nine to five, suck it up a bit and use that money to invest in yourself. Yeah. Because you don't want to just dive in and then just like hit your face on the way in. You want to kind of yeah. like, you know, save up a bit of money. You know, like I, I was speaking like earlier, you know, if you have a product, get square. I mean, you can literally go online, get a card reader for free, or you can even go to like, you know, Best Buy or whatever and get the little like chip reader for like 20 bucks and you're going to make a lot of money off that little thing. And it just links up to your phone and it's perfect. Yeah. Well, and I really love what you sh- you're sharing because I think in what I call social media syndrome and in this world is that people think, oh, the second I open my doors, it's going to be a grand success and everyone's going to come flooding in and I'm going to make all this money. And like that Instagram influencer curated grid life is a complete false thing. And so I think a lot of people fool themselves about what it looks like to get started. And then there's a difference between getting started and getting successful. And so I love that you're sharing this because I too, as I was growing I became a life coach. This is my four year anniversary, February, right? And or well, just passed. But so four years in, and it took till year three to be profitable, like truly profitable. And it's still the case, right? Like I'm writing my next book right now, and there's still money that has to go into it. And if you, your business is not set up to provide you the money you need, and it takes starting with a nine to five and easing your way out of it, it's very natural. And I think that too many people feel like a failure if they're not an instant success but that's just so false I feel like with like you're saying when you're beginning I mean even now I'm doing shows with like people I never would have thought of like I grew up watching wrestling and I'm doing magic comedy shows with people that my parents watched yeah and it's like it's overwhelming but the thing is is that you have to take the negative because obviously you're going to fail every day but don't take failure as a sense of I lost, take it as I'm learning from this and moving on from that. You know, for me, every show's different. You know, the crowd does things every night that's different. And it's like, okay, this happened this night. Mm-hmm. How do I learn from this so that next show this doesn't happen? Or how do I learn how to be funny from the crowd? Things yeah. from each show that I take that I put in there, it's like, okay, each show gets better, I'm more personable. Because the biggest thing is to relate with whoever you're talking to. You don't want to just sit like... You want people to know who you are, but you want to relate with them as well. You know, it's kind of funny because even though you, you're still growing and building what you're building, you've been doing this for a minute and you've had some very notable success. And it's nice that you're humble and all, but tell us a little bit about your magic journey. How long have you been doing this and what sort of um, things have you come across? All right. So uh, we're going to start from the way beginning. Yes. So <laughs> I started... Uh, first time I ever saw magic was in the first grade in uh, elementary school in the whiting and a magician came in and I was really terrified. I was like, you know, they invited me on stage and I was like, no, 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 not me. But I went up on stage and I ended up doing a, he gave me a bag and pretty much put a silk in the bag, had me shake it and it disappeared from the bag and it appeared on the other side of the stage. And then it kind of went back and forth. And I sat down after the trick and the, after the entire show, he invites me back up and he's like, here, I want you to keep this. And it was a 50 cent piece, a half dollar. And from there, I don't know why it just sparked something in me. I was like, you know, out of all the people here, this kind of was like a cool moment for me. Mm-hmm. So then the next day I looked at my mom I was like, Hey, can we go to like, can I get some magic stuff? So we ended up going to the dollar store and they had these little dollar magic kits. 
which uh, looking back at it, it's like, it's funny and cute looking at like the stuff they have, which I really want to do a YouTube video where I go back and do those tricks yes. now. Yes. But um, I ended up learning from that. And I, I kind of fell off. Of, I was doing like stuff for like friends and family, but it wasn't like anything big until middle school. I feel like there was a huge gap from first grade and middle school where it was kind of like, do mm-hmm. I want to do this? Do I not? You know, there's so much stuff going on during that time. But um, around middle school, uh, I had a mentor, which I think the biggest thing in today's light is to always have somebody as a mentor to look up to. And during this time, they were getting me over my fear of interacting with people on the street, on stage. I ended up having a mentor that I met. His name's Dave. He lives in Vegas now, but he used to live down the street from me. And uh, what happened was normally if you're from Whiting, you knew both of us probably would be walking around usually. But what happened was he would help me get over my fear. Like we'd go to like beggars in Whiting and he'd be like, Hey, this is Keelan. He's going to do a trick for you. And I'd be like, wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> so he'd kind of, so he wouldn't tell me what he's doing, even in stage shows. My, my mom used to drive me to stage shows. Like we used to help Dave, like set up for shows and Dave would have me open, but he wouldn't tell me I was opening. So he'd sit there and be like, Hey, I got a special treat for you guys. We got Keelan here. He's a new magician. He's going to be starting off. And I just, honestly, the biggest thing is falling on your face. Sometimes if you need to fall on your yep. face. I feel like it's kind of like skateboarding. If you fall a couple of times and you get back up and get on it and you know not to do that. <laughs> So it's yeah. uh, that getting over the fear of that is the best part because it's there's a lot of times where I've fallen and it's looking back at it. I like enjoy that I can laugh at it. I want to say something about that because you are right. I know that like I have a videographer and we joke all the time about I can't that we're going to laugh about this one day. We're going to laugh about this one day when we make a big money mistake or an editing mistake or like it just ain't it just ain't picking up this month and there's days and weeks and months where it just doesn't feel good or like you said you fall on your face and it's like oh god I don't know if I can go on and so what do you want to say to people who are falling on their face they're trying especially in our kind of industry where you need to be known you need to be just be in front of more and more people and and so that's a challenge but what do you have to say to someone who's trying to do something like that and hit their face against different walls all right so the first thing is uh, obviously when you when you initially do this you're kind of in a state of shock <laughs> you're like e, that's not what i wanted to do you're kind of just scared you don't know how to move forward from it um but the best thing is to just take a step back take a breath figure out where you're going and first off sometimes you can laugh at yourself um depending on what's happened other times just reevaluate your situation figure out mm-hmm. you know why didn't this work or what happened here that I shouldn't do and kind of run with that. I love it because um, I think that when we do fail, we also, we fail to see past it. And so we very much make it the end of the world and start to attach a lot of a meaning to it. And it really just kills the momentum or kills the desire. And like, you're someone who like, you're right. When I think of Keelan, I think of magic period. Mm -hmm. And since like middle school, right? And so it's really funny because I think if I were to find out you weren't doing magic, I'd be like, wait a minute, what happened? You know? And so I think that we have these things that are in our hearts 
And you have been someone I've watched follow through on what's in your heart for literally decades now. And there are people who have things on their heart who are not following through. And what would you like to say to someone who's in that area? First things first is there's a generated kind of concept in your head of how things are going to be. You think you're going to walk in, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. And none of that happens. So get that out of your mind that you think that when you walk into a situation, everything's going to go as planned because it never does. You got to sit there and roll with the punches, but also be prepared for anything. Mm -hmm. So that may like my, my biggest thing about, you know, even doing shows is, you know, show up like, and this is like, this applies for everything in life, whether you're doing like a job interview, show up, you know, 15 to 30 minutes earlier, figure out where things are and just have a basic knowledge of, Hey, who is this person? And always address people by their name, get to know them, just shake their hand, you know, hey, and know every little person so you know, hey, if I need this done, I'm not running all over the place or you're freaking out. Don't go in thinking that everything's going to go smoothly. There's like a maybe like one thing out of the entire idea is going to work. <laughs> yes. Well, it has me present. I would love to share it with the community is uh, um, unfulfilled expectations lead to upset. I'm going to say it one more time, unfulfilled expectations lead to upset. And so if you can drop the expectation and just show up, here I am, here's my purpose, here's what I'm up to, and really just continue to come from purpose, then however it goes can actually be a success. And something else that I heard in what you shared was prepare. Prepare, prepare, prepare. And whatever that looks like in anyone's industry is just to be prepared. I mean, even me, like I've been doing math, like I said, I've been doing magic since first grade. I will still sit down, like if, and this is the funniest thing, I will sit in the corner booths while waiting for food, messing with playing cards or just practicing on little things. And it's always just at random moments, you know, take your downtime, whatever it is, if it's you're waiting for food, you're on, you know, transit, focus on your craft. Don't use that time to mess around. I love that. I really love that because I think, you know, myself included, we're always waiting for that made it moment where we could finally relax. Like, oh God, I'm the success I wanted to be, right? Like practicing, showing up for your practice, showing up for your passion consistently and like constantly. I love what you said, fit it into the nooks and crannies because especially if you're someone who is building a business on nights and weekends between around your nine to five. Like I have done that. I just did that to start my business. And then I did that in the middle of my business when I was over my head and trying to figure out how to keep it all up. What were you going to say about that? <laughs> oh, the one thing I wanted to say too, is like, don't, <laughs> the biggest issue I feel too, when you're starting is you aim too high with your goals too. So say like, mm. in the big, I was, was going to do a YouTube video on this. But when it comes to your goals, make something where it's like, Hey, Today, we need to do this. Yeah. At the end of this week, this needs to be done. Yeah. Don't just sit there and go, hey, we're going to accomplish, you know, we're going to win this trophy. Yeah. Okay, what little things in between? Because yep. honestly, like, right now, you know, working the nine to five and performing, I have little time to do a lot. You know, I'm, uh, yep. the biggest thing is, okay, today we're doing this. Knock it out. Let's get it done. And kind mm-hmm. of push yourself in that. Cause a lot of the times if you, and, and write it down, the biggest thing is write it down. Thank if you just you. tell your, if you tell yourself, I'm going to do this today, you're not going to do it. You're going to procrastinate. You got to yeah. write it down get a what, like, honestly, go to like a dollar store, get a whiteboard, slap that on like your fridge or something and write it down in big letters and be like, this is what we're doing today. 
I'm so with you because we set up these, like you said, I'm gonna get that trophy, but that trophy represents every practice, every time that you put your shoes on, every game that you played, every sprint that you ran. And so, or, you know, whatever the achievement looks like, there are so many things. And I love, I don't know if you've seen the visual, the guy's up on stage and he's like juggling plates, but it's the back view where you can see the steps leading up to the stage and you can see the audience in front of him and all leading the stairs up are a bunch of broken plates. Right. And I just, I love that visual so much because you just, the audience only sees the success. And I want to bring it back to social media because you are only watching someone's success on display not the years, the literal years, the sleepless nights, the thousands of dollars invested, like that people have put in to being the success that they are. I feel like with social media, like I travel a lot to LA, so I go to VidCon every year. Uh, Mm -hmm. But one of the big things was um, social media puts way too much pressure on people sometimes. You need to take a step back from it. Uh, I used to try to upload every week. I've haven't done anything on YouTube recently, but the issue is you put this idea in your head that you need to constantly be putting things out because of the algorithms and stuff. In all reality, you need to just be putting out stuff that makes you happy and things that you know you're ready. And another thing that you mentioned was, you know, being kind of perfect on the internet, I say, Mm -hmm. how you'd say. And the idea with that, I feel too, is sometimes again, laugh at yourself, you know, take that little, like if I'm shuffling cards and I accidentally drop the cards, you know, put that little clip in. So people are like, you messed up. So people think that like, okay, not everything is because with video, you can make yourself look like the grandest thing ever. Allow yourself to laugh at yourself just a little bit. Yeah. I love that because I'll tell you, there was one, at one point I wanted to get into photography more. So started watching YouTube photography and it was just like, oh, I, I'll never be that. And it's so discouraging when, you know, if you're watching things online, people do put up that perfect image and they spend that time to edit their videos to have it look clean and crisp, which is great. But we start to put that like people that we maybe idolize or look up to Mm -hmm. as so perfect that I love what you said. Like, it's kind of like, I'm gonna get that trophy, but you don't look at every little milestone and people want to go from being a zero to a 10. And then they're not, they're stuck somewhere in that two, three range of growth. And they're like, I'm not a 10. I'm not a 10. I'm not a 10. And for as long as you're telling yourself that you're not being a two or three and the gradual growth is what's going to get anyone where they're going. The issue like currently, like with me is, you know, I want to get to, I've always wanted a YouTube play button, but the issue, and I always got to reassure myself sometimes is why are you doing this? You're going towards it, but you kind of forget the passion of, Hey, I just enjoy making videos. I enjoy doing magic. You kind of just start making these, goals but they're goals that put you in the wrong direction they kind of frustrate you because it's like i want this and you're going too hard at doing it and you forget why you're doing it oh yeah you know just allow that kind of goal to naturally come don't force it yeah yeah i love really because it's it is great to start with the end in mind in the way that you know where like you don't want to get in a car with no destination right but at the same time if you're only trying to get to the destination you miss the views 
views for sure. And, and often if you're driving anywhere across the country, there's great views. And so it's like, I, I get that way. Even with trying to be a New York times bestseller, there are days that I forget why I'm writing because I think of how on earth am I going to sell 10,000 books, right? Like, or how am I going to, how, how am I going to get my name out there in such a way that this catches fire? You know, and so I get distracted. I call those the vanity metrics, right? It's great to have your YouTube channel be monetized. It's great. It is super great. It's very validating. And that's not why we show up. And so I to, I'm with you. And I think that it's nice, to, like you pointed it out and it's great. Those goal, there's goals and goals have always been so, um, glamorized in the way that you should have goals. It's good to have goals. Successful people have goals. And you're like, oh, well, I better go get some goals then, right? And But you're chasing them just because you think it's a good thing to have goals and achieve something as opposed to actually doing something from your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about what it looks like for Keelan's heart to be unleashed in this world. I just want to be able to connect people using magic and now I'm adding a little bit of comedy to my shows and just bring people together. It's amazing to look out into a crowd and see a lot of diversity and know that I brought all these people together for one night. It doesn't matter where you're from, who you are. And it's cool because it's like, you know, again, I come from a small town, you know, we came from the same place and it's like, you can push through and say, you know what? I'm not giving up and neither can you. So run with this. Yes. And I really love, because I've enjoyed watching the way that your magic has taken you to Vegas and, and on tour, you know, there's your heart. Like I believe anyone's heart unleashed. It may be in within the structure of a family setting, a community, a state, a country and the world. Like it doesn't really matter how far you think your one hand, like your heart, your hands, your eyes, your mouth reach, there's that ripple effect. And I witnessing what you've been doing and the way that you're doing it has just been really, really inspiring as well to say, hey, you know, no matter where you come from, what you do, how you do it, what industry you're in, you can be inspiring and inspire people to follow their own passions. What would you love to say to somebody who is really reaching and trying to expand their unleashed heart? I'm going to tell you the most opposite thing you would ever think. It's going to throw you off, but when you do it, you're going to go, whoa. And if you think about it in a way of taking a vacation from your job, it's going to make sense. Literally step back and everything you've been doing to work on your business Stop doing it and just focus on you as yourself as a person. Make sure that you're feeling all right because that time away, the little things that you've been working on that you, you get blinded by certain things that are already just in front of you, but you can't see it because you're just too focused on one thing. Yes. Take a step back, focus on yourself, go, you know, hey, am I doing okay? How's mom? How, you know, and just yeah. focus on that, you know, do it for a couple of days a week. And then yeah. come back to what you're doing. And then you're going to go, why was I struggling so hard at this? So it gives you a little time <laughs> to kind of, <laughs> it's, it's literally one of those things where it's just, you know, you're too into it. You just got to like relax and just, you know, even try something new, you know, get out of your element, try something new, come back and just attack it again. 
Yes. I love, it makes me so happy that that's your tip to everybody. Cause like I try to say it all the time. It's really nice to have some third party validation right now, but like you're right. And you, you said it well is do it a couple of days a week. Right. I, I too love to go seven days strong focusing on my business and you're right about the, the blinded effect that it has. And so, Oh my God, I like, I, it'll be 7 PM. I'm like, I haven't breathed outside air today. I've been writing all day. I've been on the phone. I had to go stretch. I got to go get to the beach. And so you're, it's so such a great tip and it feels very counterintuitive. It's like, if I'm focused on my business, why would I walk away from my business? However, last year I did disappearing December. I just spent 10 days offline completely at a 10 day silent retreat. And my business is growing better than ever because I'm focused on my health and well being and how I can act. Like I feel so ready to show up to the world. So I'm sure like what you're sharing, how am I, how's mom, how are, how's life, you know, great tip. And what a great way. So how can people follow you, check out your YouTube channel, go, maybe come to a show. What does that look like? All right, so I have my my Facebook. Most of my social media is at Magic of Keelan. So it's K-E-E-L-A-N. And then I have my own website. It should be Wix.com forward slash Magic of Keelan. So you can see kind of like where most shows are at, but between Facebook and I usually do my stories on Instagram that tells my upcoming shows and my website. Cool. There's that. And then the YouTube, where you're going to probably see most of the cool stuff happening the kind of behind the scene i like to make my youtube more than just magic uh yeah. i want to make it more of like hey we're you know we're traveling here and what's it like to travel as an entertainer yeah. so or just things going on in life that you guys don't really see it's kind of like behind the stage behind the street magic so you get street magic but you also get like personal life where it's like hey this is what's going on um yeah but my youtube is the magic of keelan windorf so it's my full name Mm -hmm. And again, you can just Google the magic of Keelan and I'm sure it'll pop up. Yeah. And I usually Perfect. have it. Yeah. We'll also bio. be linking everything in the show notes for you too. Yeah. Perfect. So then that way people will be able to go click, click, click. And here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for all that you do. You bring magic. Like, honestly, magic's fun in the way that it's lighthearted and it's, you know, it just really, it takes people out of the reality in that that way that comedy does too it's it's a couple hours break from whatever they might be worried about and stressed about and they get to have someone entertain and surprise and delight them and so thank you no problem i enjoyed it yeah Awesome. And hearts, you guys, you are magic as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for letting us pour into your hearts and bring some magic into your life today. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.